Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, us weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron. And this week, I'm mixing it up a little bit. So I don't know if you guys know, but my colleague, Christina Garibaldi, and I do a version of Here for the Right Reasons on Us Weekly's YouTube channel. So we do it virtually on Zoom, and it's the two of us talking, and we play clips from my interviews, or if Christina did Bachelor interviews that week, as she did um, this week with Gabby from Dancing with the Stars. And we go through the biggest news, we talk about the episode, and we talk about what's going on on social and our own Us Weekly interviews and reporting. The show is structured a little differently than how I do the podcast, which is obviously a longer form show, and I do an interview usually with an alum or a comedian or a podcast host, as you guys know, when we recap the episode a little more in depth. But this week, I thought it would be interesting to play the audio version of the YouTube show for you. Christina and I get into everything that happened with Gabby and Eric and their statements and obviously everything that happened on this week's episodes of Bachelor in Paradise. So I thought it could be fun to try it out. And if you want to watch the visual version, if you're more of a visual girl, you can go or guy, you can go to Us Weekly's YouTube channel and watch this conversation with Christina and I or you can keep listening and hear it. So without further ado, here is Christina and I. Hey guys, Christina Arbaldi here with Us Weekly Deputy Editor, Sarah Heron. Sarah, uh, one more week. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I'm actually so excited for the finale because I yes. feel like everything I'm hearing is there's going to be like a lot of fireworks, a lot of questions answered, but I need to get there. Like it's just, we're still, it's taking too long to get to the good stuff. This was, these episodes were tough. Yes. And we were just crawling to the finish line. We really are. <laughs> really are. itching to get there. It's itching. It's been a painful experience. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Keywords here. Itching, Keywords. pain, all that stuff. <laughs> all right. Before we recap uh, this week's episodes, let's see what you guys had to say about last week's show. Harry says the Bachelor producers don't know what the people want, considering they already knew about Rodney and the response on the beach to the breakup and still went with Zach. They should throw away all the video of Zach into the garbage and do a season who is Rodney as their leading man give the people what they want <laughs> I love it I think a lot of people feel that way and I agree for in some senses but I also just feel like oh boy like we're entering Clayton territory again where half the season was Clayton defending himself trying to convince himself and now Zach's gonna have to do that and that sucks for them too and the network put them in this position but it's like when you go into it where people don't like you it's not like it's not like people don't like Zach but they wanted someone else or they didn't want Clayton. It just sets us up for failure. For failure. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And I think Rodney would have been a great choice, but I feel like now, 
even if they decided to go with him like a year from now, it's so far removed that people won't really even care that much anymore. So yeah. I agree, except for the fact that people are like still trying to get Mike Johnson to be The Bachelor and he hasn't been on TV. That's true. And Tyler Cameron too. So yeah, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. So who knows? I mean, maybe Rodney will get his choice a chance once again. We'll have to wait. Maybe. Um, Well, someone, Joanne, she says, I hope with Zach we get a happy ending like we love to see because geez, no one has stayed together for a long time. So true. I mean, I think we talked about that last week. Like it's been forever since we had a um, successful relationship come out of this. So besides Paradise last year, but with when it comes to like the main leads, we really haven't had a successful relationship in quite some time. No, I'm literally trying to think. I don't, I'm like drawing a blank. I can't even remember. I guess Peter and Kelly, they don't count, but like I'm trying to go, I'm going through Bachelor. Matt Matt and Rachel. Yeah. Matt and Rachel. Yeah. That's but we didn't even get to see it. The way we watched it, they hated each other, despised each other. And then when we found out that like they were really working through things like this thing, and I don't blame them because I know Matt has said like, we yeah. gave the show so much. So at that point I had to put my foot down and I kind of had to like, he, they weren't lying on that stage, but they weren't going to let us in on any of the other, like how they're kind of working through it, which is fair. But then like as the audience, we didn't even get to see their love really right. love. Yeah. I guess, and Ari and Lauren, but same thing. That was kind of a mess as well. And that was like 2018. Right. That's, oh God, oh Lord. It's, we need we need a successful story come out of this. I uh, know. I'm literally the last Bachelorette. JoJo I, and Jordan? JoJo and Jordan, which was season 12, which was 2016. Oh my God. Yeah, this is something. And I've fallen for so many, Michelle and Nate. I was on that bandwagon. Even Susie and Clayton, I kind of yeah. jumped on when they got back together. Like I have been fooled. Fooled. Well, speaking of fools, we thought Gabby and Eric were gonna <laughs> gonna go to the distance, but of course they broke up, and she broke her silence about the split on Dancing with the Stars, saying the end of our relationship happened because we weren't completely in step and in sync with um, each other in our common goals or just the way that we approach life. So, despite uh, her recent split, she said that she chose to focus on the positive examples of love she has in her life, saying, "I'm just so grateful that my dad and my stepmom encompass so many fundamentals and values that I look for in a relationship, like never." placing blame. I want to channel that kind of everlasting love in this dance. Um, Well, we caught up with Gabby after Dancing with the Stars on Monday night and here's what she had to say about the split. Congratulations on such an unbelievable night. Two amazing dances and I know, Gabby, you opened up about what you've been going through over the past couple weeks. I mean, how difficult has it been dealing with a breakup in the public eye, dancing, and are you and Eric on good terms? Yeah, it was it was hard. Um, thank you for acknowledging that. And ultimately, I'm just grateful that, you know, I was able to do it on my own terms. And when I was ready, it was just a new experience overall being so public and being thrown into this. So, um, yeah, I think now it's just kind of trying to move forward definitely some telling words in uh, what she had to say. Yeah, her comment I literally was like, what does this mean? But then the stuff she said about her stepdad I mean, her dad step, her dad, and her stepmom um, was a little bit more eye-opening and, you know, never placing blame and I just I think that they are clearly just incompatible and don't communicate the same and don't have the same goals in life, whatever that means. But I would love to know more about what those goals were. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, I guess some people were joking, you know, she's like on Dancing with the Stars, like going for it. And is he, does he like, did he go back to his regular job? Like, what's he doing all day? Is he waiting around for her? And we know Dancing with the Stars makes it difficult um, for them to spend time in their relationship. But he broke his silence, as we like to say on Instagram writing, a lot of you are reaching out with questions about me and Gabby. 
The reality is we ultimately were not each other's people. It's hard when there isn't one thing to put your finger on. We met in a very unique situation and in a very unique way. And I'm grateful we did. I would never take it back. Well, that's good. Gabby is an amazing person and she's doing amazing things. I always root for her and I hope she gives them hell in the Dancing with the Stars finale. I have learned and grown so much from this year and experiences and mistakes. And I continue to be to better myself every day. I'm hoping to take this time with my family and loved ones and focus on myself. I have been working hard these last few months and I'm excited to share with y'all eventually. Hmm. Yeah. So a lot of nothing, a lot of nothing. Yeah. A lot of words, a lot of nothing. Yeah. It just seems like they just, you know, weren't each other's people. Like you said, they don't have different goals, different, you know, I mean, she's been so focused on dancing with the stars. We've said it time and time again, like it's pretty much a relationship curse. If you're just starting out a new relationship and going on the show, like you don't have time for each other. No. And they clearly just, it was lust. It wasn't love is what I'm getting from this. They had a great time on the show together. And the second they got to real life, I mean, I guess it's been since May or whatever, but real, I mean, it was less than two months of like being an out about couple and they already broke up. So that's, pretty telling pretty telling um yeah but we're gonna talk more a little bit about gabby later on in our uh, social spotlight because maybe she already has a new man <laughs> i mean oh boy um well we recently caught up with mari and kenny from last season of bachelor in paradise of course and they teased their upcoming wedding kenny told us we do live across the street from the courthouse and Mari added, we might surprise people. Who knows? I think that's because of what Joe and Serena right. did. They obviously met last season, season seven, which aired in summer 2021. Um, and that a courthouse wedding might probably won't be their style. I think they were joking, but they are planning a bigger bash. Mari said, we're actually going to have two events. We're having our main wedding in Puerto Rico. That's where I'm from. So it'll be a small, intimate, mostly family and close friends. And later on, we'll have a bigger wedding in Chicago for everyone to come celebrate with us. Uh Good for them. I mean, you know, they are going strong, planning their weddings. And, you know, it's who, who would have thought that they would have still been together? I'm happy for them, too. And they're kind of under the radar. It reminds me of I remember when I interviewed Raven and Adam mm. right when they were getting married. And I kind of asked about, you know, the pressure and the curse of The Bachelor and whatever. And Raven was like, I feel like we got off the beach and people kind of forgot about us, mm. which is crazy because I feel like they are two beloved people in Bachelor Nation. But it's kind of true. And same thing with maybe Astrid and Kevin. Yes. And I don't know why you get lucky that way. And I think fans still like them, but they're not following their every move or they, or maybe they just like handled social media a normal way where they posted just enough where people weren't reading into it. But it's so crazy how some relationships, people I feel like are stalking every move and other ones, they still support them, but they're not looking into it. And Mari and Kenny, I kind of forgot about, but like, I'm so happy. They're so happy. I'm so happy. They're so happy. And like, yeah, it seems like maybe not being in the spotlight so much was, you know, a blessing for their relationship because they're able to focus on each other, figure out what they want, what they don't want and they're making it work and I really like them and they had a rocky road on the beach yeah. too and remember with the whole Demi situation so uh, they overcame a lot on the beach and they're happy and thriving so good for them love to see yeah. it um, well somebody else that's happy and thriving um, is Susie after her, sp her split from Clayton we caught up with Hunter Hag who is um, a friend of hers who was on the Bachelor uh, the Bachelor, and she said I talked to Susie quite a bit she's doing well she's thriving her business is doing great so we love to see it Serene uh, Russell who was actually roommates with Susie on The Bachelor also chimed in saying that she's taking time to pursue her photography and travel and just really take care of herself. We just want our friends to be happy. So I'm glad that she's doing well post-split because that was a, a messy public split as well. 
Yeah, I still think we might see more Clayton and Susie in the future. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I think so, too. I think they just needed to take some time apart and not so much in the spotlight and just kind of focus on themselves. And hopefully they hopefully they find them way their way back to one another. Hopefully. All right. Well, let's get into our Bachelor Nation talk. And we actually have a little bit more from your interview with Kaylin. Yes, Kaylin spoke about the season of Bachelor in Paradise. She is tuning in and she had some kind of hot takes. And you can tell by the look on my face that I don't necessarily agree with them, but love her. And here's what she had to say about this season. We have been watching Paradise and it's been really fun. Do you like it? Are you enjoying it? I feel like this season, some people are like kind of a little over it, but other people are all in. No, I love it. I think Genevieve and Aaron are so cute. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. They're, because they kind of remind me of us a little bit where people are like, I don't know if that's going to work. I think that's why I like them. Oh, okay. So are they, besides those two, is there any other couple that you're, not that you're rooting against anyone, but that you're super like drawn to or like, enjoying watching? Mm, Brandon and Serene, they're so easy. There's no drama, which it's like, how can you build a show based off that? But they're fun to watch. <laughs> yes, very fair. And I think everyone collectively is like, that wedding has to happen or yeah. what are we going to do? Um, what? How do you guys think you would have fared if you, Dean did last on the beach longer and you had to do that twist, like that's that like switching up? I would have lost my mind. And I like knowing how Dean was on the beach and he was like saying no to dates and stuff when we were there, he would have been loyal, but I just didn't have that trust in him yet. So I would have been a wreck and probably like would have done what Lace did and came down. Yeah. It would have been terrible. So do you think the women were justified with maybe some of those breakdowns? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is such a horrible thing to do. And I know that they do that on Love Island, Mm -hmm. but they're expect, I don't know. Love Island. I think, yeah, they're more expecting to kind of, it's part of the game. It is a game a little bit more on Love Island versus the show. Because you're winning money. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I love when she said that she's rooting for Aaron and Genevieve. You're like, really? (laughs) I'm like, are we watching the same program? Because I'm sure as hell not. (laughs) Let's get into it. Let us break down this week's episodes. And since we're talking about Genevieve and Aaron, let's just pick up there. I I mean, I can't believe this was 20 minutes out of my life that they were arguing about pain versus itching. I can't. Okay. I will say one thing about it that I actually didn't kind of like that they gave us like the whole 20 minutes because it was in it was like that train wreck you can't look away from and it just solidified everything I already thought about how these two can't communicate there's they I think both just like want to be in a bachelor in paradise relationship so bad and they're trying to make it work because obviously I think that was the motive of Aaron stopping her from leaving was he needs a rose he wants to make it to the end he wants to have like the classic well we want we combo like see it through beyond paradise get a couple more episodes in not saying he doesn't care about her at all but I think that he doesn't want it to end with this fight over itching and pain right so I actually didn't hate watching it because it was just so mind-blowingly like what the hell and I did laugh at the boom mic guy weighing in that was a hijink that made me laugh (laughs) that did make me laugh that was as Aaron would say nectar right that was a nectar moment I guess big facts (laughs) I don't even know but I also looked it up uh, pain and itching because I saw on bachelor data that the spike in in the words pain and itching on Google actually did spike, which is like, okay, proof people are watching this show because it feels like no one is. Um, and this is according to Pfizer. Um, I did get a Pfizer vaccine, not to, you know, be have take sides here, but this is just the first website I found. And Pfizer said that the idea of the act of scratching an itch rather than the itching sensation itself creates a low level form of pain. So 
So itching is, is, or itching is not a low level form of pain, but the idea of scratching creates the low level form of pain. At first, scratching blocks the itch sensation by temporarily distracting the brain with the mild pain sensation, but then the signals get confusing and whatever. So honestly, there's no right answer to this debate. <laughs> They're both right, both wrong, I guess. Yes. So right. I can't, but I'm actually, like you said, I think they both just want to be there till the end, but still shocked that this uh, toxic relationship hasn't just blown up in their faces. It's but. so toxic. And thank God they're fighting over superficial things like this. Cause I feel like they are the passionate kind of people where things could get like darker, but instead, because then they snap out of it, like this is a fight about, it actually started as a fight about stress versus like anxious or something okay, and then turned into pain versus itching, which is a little more lighthearted at least, but Oh God, they just don't like each other. And I don't like them together. I don't like them together either. Um, well, I think let's, and so let's go back to the beginning as well. Eliza going to see Justin, maybe one of those awkward moments in bachelor in paradise history. I don't know. I mean, listen, he obviously was mic'd up when she opened the door. So I wonder what they told Justin because he had to be, he definitely looked surprised to see her. I actually bought his face, but he was mic'd up. So, what did they tell him they were going to film Maybe that like then he sees right. Eliza and he did tweet that the conversation was three hours long and obviously we only saw 30 seconds so I assume they just went in circles because the way it aired it he was like pulling a Kelly Taylor I choose me get out but they did I guess talk about it for longer and I don't blame him because he did say he turned her comment around like you told um, Rodney that he wants someone to choose, pick him first. Well, so do I. And I thought that was actually kind of smart. I, I did too. I mean, like, it, and you have to remember, she only met him three days ago. Three, I was watching this with my aunt and she was like, how many days? Wait, are they saying that? Like, was it actually longer? I was like, no, it was actually probably shorter than they're saying right? days. They might mean hours. Right. It was three hours. Like they probably, that's probably how the amount of time they spent together was maybe three hours. So I don't blame him. He's like, what's this girl doing showing up on my doorstep? We had one date, two dates, maybe. And I'm just not into it. And I, yeah. I feel bad. I feel like they set her up. They set him up too, because clearly he didn't know about it. Um, so hopefully Eliza and Justin both uh, find their happiness with other people. Cause clearly Agreed, cause I like her. I think she's so sweet. Too. And like I said last week, like, I don't think it, they, I think the whole cast kind of made it really hard for her to yeah. pick Justin, which is why she didn't. So I do feel sympathy for her. I think she's great. I think she's gorgeous. I think her and Rodney would have been a great couple, but she just wasn't feeling it. And I do respect her for breaking it off she should have just done it at the beginning but it wasn't her fault because everyone was pressuring her um but like brandon crying in his inside out tank top like over this i i couldn't believe how much time they spent at the top of this episode with people still so upset about it that yeah. was what was my biggest like what are we doing here we're watching these grown people cry over another relationship that was three days at most length right and well it tells you i mean because we're filling four hours of tv a week i mean it's just so much like we just yeah. don't need it like we just don't need it. We just, it's like, it could be maybe three hours max, maybe. Um, then we had Mara Marinara come down to the beach. Which no one cared about. <laughs> no one cared. And, but we finally got our food date. I feel like this is our first food date of the season. And um, we're, we usually get 10 of them per season. That's um, true. And they're just as horrible as I remembered. Um, I Justin is in his like Charlie Sheen bowling shirt, two and a half men, and they become churros. <laughs> Um, and he's got all his necklaces on and he's debating his connection with, with Mara and Flo. And it's like, neither of these relationships are going to end this battle of the cougar thing. Like it's our, both of these relationships are going to end. They're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, it's just so silly to bring people down at this point. They have to come up with something with a max of when they bring the people down and then something to keep it fresh. Like maybe they have to do like a relationship test. Like, 
we take like some big compatibility test or we do something here to maybe move the stories along without bringing in new people because it's just not realistic that any of these people who come down are going to have real uh, connections or a real effect. Right. Because I mean, they keep saying we're at the end of this. They're probably leaving in two days. So it's like, who are they going to be starting like a long term relationship with? No. Which is what we saw um, Lindsay with the Y right. show up and she was right. literally there for 10 seconds. And that's like sucks first. You know how long she sat in that hotel right. trying to get called in and then she just leaves and like it's just so silly it's so silly at this point we don't we, it's just more of a distraction more of a time filler we don't need it like focus on the relationships that are there focus on the mess that is going on um like katie and logan like it's such a mess like this I, I wonder what he's thinking watching back this season i mean he's posted some funny tiktoks with like his car and like you know, being like oh let me prove to my girlfriend i got money and things like that yeah so, like, Clearly he's like in a, like, you know, uh, taking the joke out of everything, but she really, she's, uh, she's something. I mean, Kate has done, I've saw this on Twitter, like done the impossible, like made me like root for Logan. Yeah. Um, she is uh, like hypocritical. She's like, when have I criticized you? Like roll the receipts. All she does is criticize him. She's another one who I think just wants to be on the show. Um, and likes Logan enough. He's obviously hot, but the fact that she was like a, like a, I don't know, so excited to hear Gabby and Rachel speak poorly about the person she's dating and gossip and get the tea. And it just, I didn't like it. And the Gabby and Rachel of it all, it just felt so silly to me because obviously this was taped back in June when they were happy and engaged and on a high, but like, did we watch the same show? Gabby was happy that Logan, not happy, but she accepted him for switching sides. They yes. didn't break up because she felt like he was wishy-washy. They broke up because he allegedly had COVID. So Which why are we supposed to believe that she has bad things to say about Logan all of a sudden? Can we take a moment how she introduced herself to Logan? Though? That was kind of funny. <laughs> Amazing. That was kind of funny. <laughs> I did appreciate it. But you're so right. Like she didn't care when they were on the cruise ship that he wanted to flip flop. And um it been it would have actually I would have actually liked if they had a conversation because we never got closure on that relationship about what happened. They never had a conversation. I still feel like it's so strange how he just got up and left because he allegedly had COVID, which I still don't believe. Yeah, there's um, he's this time he said illness, illness too. Like, yeah. There's something we don't know for yeah. sure. So so strange. Um I did like how Tyler congratulated Rachel on her engagement. So awkward at the time, but I do like that they were all rooting for him because he he is the sweet guy. Yeah, and him and Brittany are cute. They're falling in love. Um, I, you know, I nothing but nice. Wish nothing for nice things for them. I don't know that much about them, but I in in my their defense, like they did air the date, and maybe I just got a little bored. But like I'm still yeah. rooting for that. Yeah, no, I I kind of um, not gonna lie. Fast forward through it, through that a little bit, but yeah, totally fine. And then Becca and Thomas returned to the beach. Whoever would have thought they would be one of my favorite Bachelor Nation couples. <laughs> Super sweet. I thought the Sadie Hawkins Day idea was cute um, and it actually made sense. And it caused, you know, the stir that we needed. I didn't need the debate of how we were going to ask people to prom like we're 16. But at the same time, these people act like they're in high school. So why not literally put them in a high school situation? And we watched, you know, people crumble. Right. We watch people. We also watched us uh, choreograph dance moves. Um, always fun. Always fun. But yeah, people crumble. So this whole Jacenia, Andrew, um, NC thing, that was hard to watch. Like she, NC, like you need to pack your bags. You need to go. Okay. I have a few things to say. One, okay. she showed up and Andrew like knew who she was. So that I thought was interesting because I didn't remember NC. I had to look her up, but yeah. he knew. So it makes me think he, she was on his list that they always sure. kind of reference. 
they did this like makeshift date and I felt like it's because the producers just like knew they were going to say no to like Lindsay and NC when they came so they didn't even bother planning anything so that kind of made me laugh but also just sending a like chip on her shoulder from the moment Andrew accepted this date because she's made these comments like she's out with a guy who's closed off and guarded like she is coming off as a scorned woman and it's just clear that Andrew was never that into her and she was really into Andrew so then if you keep that in mind when we circle back to this fight at the Sadie Hawkins dance like Jasenia wanted her moment mm-hmm. to call out Andrew and be like you were here for the wrong reasons you're here for a boy's trip like listing the girls he went down when she's literally just listing the idea of paradise like <laughs> and all can things considered you think we'd be like Andrew you did you know like sometimes we get mad at people for swapping but in this situation I was like no Andrew did nothing wrong and you can actually tell I was buying that this process was getting to him and he didn't want to be that guy so the second they kind of called him that guy that's when he was like I'm out I don't even like you that much anyway I think it was killing him to really wish Teddy was still there but try to give the process give the process a chance and he didn't like like what the show which is just the premise of the show what it was kind of like turning him into if that yeah. makes sense no, that I don't makes think he even did wrong no I don't think he did anything wrong either and like you said when he realized that you know people were calling him out he's like all right I'm done I was here for Teddy I tried to make this connection work it's just not happening I tried to do it with somebody else too and I he even admitted to NC that he thought like maybe there could have been something there when she came down he like finally felt that spark again that he was missing but she totally just ruined that I mean continuing to interrupt him after just like you had one date with him. You spend a couple hours together. Like he's been like, you know, with Jasenia, you know, whatever, probably a week, but still he deserved to have that conversation with her. And, you know, and he wasn't validating her. They were just discussing their relationship, which is totally fine. NC read it so wrong. She was assuming like you're giving her validation or giving her time, like thinking that he was going to then be like juggling between who to pick. He obviously was never, she, Jasenia wanted her moment to leave the show. And she tweeted, this conversation was intended to be a lot shorter. There was a lot of talking in circles. It was really hard for me to navigate. I said, what I felt was necessary and left. So I think she was trying to look for her moment. You know, she thought she was doing something there by like calling him out, which I didn't agree with, but whatever. I'm sure producer also like, you have to talk to Andrew before you leave. She wanted to leave. So she did this. Someone else tweeted, um, I don't see any footage of you and Andrew. So we have no idea what this relation, alleged relationship looked like. And she said, which is why I don't blame the viewers if they don't get it. Providing zero context or backstory for y'all truly makes this entire scenario so random. It is what it is. So just any smart, like she's, she knows how it looks. She also, again, I think wanted to like have her moment before she left, but then NC took took it as he's trying to get back with her. She's trying to get back with him, which if she just waited like five more seconds, she wouldn't have looked so ridiculous. I think they were all drunk. I think everyone was drunk at the Sadie Hawkins day dance. I think so too. Yeah. And so she begged him to stay, which was hard to watch as well. You know, they're both leaving. We're done with this. Uh, We can all move on, but yeah, at least the teaser for next week looks good. I mean, we're going to finally find out who is, uh, who's going to get engaged. If there's a marriage going on on the beach, Um, you know, I I mean, my money is just on Brandon and, Serene at this point. <laughs> I know I'm definitely Brandon and Serene are going to get engaged. Um, I feel like obviously we're going to get answers about whatever happens with Victoria and Johnny and Greg, which I'm super excited about. And I'm really intrigued by Michael A and Danielle because I think it would be crazy if they got engaged. So I hope they don't, but yeah. I would assume they're dating in the real world. Other than that, I can't imagine any of these people are no. still together. No, I can't either. Maybe I, Tyler and Brittany are dating. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. I'm like I, the only, sh- well, I think Danielle and Michael A, I definitely think that they're still dating, but I don't, like you said, I don't think that they would get engaged without him like introducing her oh, to his God. son because that would be weird. Um, so I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Only one more week to go and then we have a nice little break. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's 
let's get into our social spotlight of the week um, and who caught our attention on social media. First, I uh, want to shout out uh, Emily um, Ferguson, one of the twins. She is expecting. She posted a really cute um, selfie of her 13-week baby bump. I feel like she just got married like yesterday, but good for them. They're um, baby making already. Love it. And we immediately were like, okay, so whatever, you know, if A equals whatever, that means Haley's probably pregnant or will be any second. So time to prep that announcement. They both married hockey players. They got married within like months of each other. But, like good place. for the good for the Fergie twins. Yeah, at the same place. Like honestly, like live your best life, ladies. Like I'm jealous. You have hot hockey player boyfriends. Yeah. Good for Listen. you guys. Good for you. Um, and then this, we have to talk about this. Um, yes. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. So obviously we've been talking about Gabby and Eric and Gabby's on Dancing with the Stars and Vinny Guadagnino of Jersey Shore fame was on the season of Dancing with the Stars with Gabby. He has been eliminated, but he posted this, you know, photo of him looking out the window in New York City like he's in a music video and he wrote, stop looking for the one, be the one and let them come to you. And Gabby con commented, OMW, on my way. And then he answered, patiently waiting while you kill the finale. I love it. I love it. And then do we ship? I kind of do. Well, she posted a video of her dance routine with Val and then uh, he also commented on this one said good job baby mama and she commented back saying at Vinny my main man Ooh. I mean I don't know I mean do you think that there's something there do you think that they're just trying to mess with us a little bit um, I kind of ship it I think they're probably messing with us but I also probably think this is the flirty nature of their relationship yeah. which could turn into something I don't think that she had some big secret affair with Vinny but I think they clearly have a good rapport and they're joking around with each other and I, I don't hate it I don't hate it either i mean good for them like i'm sure they got to know each other during the whole dancing with the stars process we know Vinny; he's a great guy um and you know they i'm sure they have a really fun uh rapport together they seem like they he like to joke around someone to tame him and i yeah. think i think gabby could be that girl i love it love it ship it and we know that Vinny is also a big fan of the bachelor so i'm sure he's uh this is like dreams come true i love it <laughs> love it <laughs> love to see it all right well that is it for this week's episode of here for the right reasons keep commenting keep subscribing and like we said big finale next week here we go yes bye guys bye